Thank you for joining me in navigating this intuitive unknown. We were once known as IU Radio, and we are continuing those projects, though they have evolved into a more public, more collaborative version of our efforts at t.me slash s slash intuitive unknown. This is the rec room. I have not checked in in the rec room. Well, I'm not sure how long. Today is the 21st. January 11th, 2021 was 10 days ago. We have shared information about how to increase our privacy and the security of our communications online. However, that can be possible. It can be a complicated and tricky subject, but it can also be enjoyable to work on with others in community activities. So that's something. There is a Whitney Webb link that I would like to absorb in the near future. There's something from vice.com about downloading all CIA UFO documents. There's an interview between Greg Carlwood and Isaac Wessout, whose name I might be mispronouncing. And I think, I think I may have just subscribed to Isaac's podcast entitled Macro Aggressions. Do I have that right? I bet I don't. <laughs> Wait, how could we tell? I think I'm mixing him up with the more recent guest and my profound apologies. I'm looking to see if I can find it. It would be helpful if I could give you information that's accurate. I got it. I'm pretty sure I'm talking about Charlie Robinson. And even worse, if I also mispronounced Isaac Weissett's name. There's an interview published yesterday by the Higher Side Chats with Ross Ben whose work we have very recently been looking at. That's exciting. Thank you, Greg Carwood, for your awesome interviews. Next in the rec room, January 13th, Derek Bros posted, activistpost.com CIA releases Black Vault UFO files. Huh. There's an interview between, oh, where's my internet? Well, yeah, that's the thing. There's an interview between Joe Martino and Dr. Madava Seti.
discussions continue about the COVID vaccine and pandemic-related circumstances. I'm so grateful for those who are ensuring the safety of all those who want to have these conversations, especially where we must identify and relieve conflict occurring at violent intersections. I'll leave that there and revisit it. That is forwarded from The Vacuum, our intuitive social dialogue project. At t.me slash s slash intuitive unknown slash 326, you will find a seven-minute silent meditation audio you may find helpful as we have found helpful. Did I really? Did I listen to this? Live Free Now, number 63 with James Corbett. I did. I did. Thank goodness for the memory functionality this network offers me. Blessings. Intuitive Community posted this January 3rd guided sitting meditation with touching the earth published by the Deer Park Dharma cast. I love this track. I get so much relief and so many benefits from this track. I recommend taking a look at it. We posted it in Intuitive Unknown on January 14th, 2021. Austin IPR sharing organizing tips from the Freedom Cell Network and John Bush. A video interview between John Bush and Foster Gamble that we enjoyed also. January 18th, visit this intuitive social comedy. You can find the link at t.me slash s slash intuitive public scream slash 2963 and the intuitive.pub slash logbook which has this entry from January 18th. Okay, here's a conversation. We have no scarcity of conversations. And we are gradually increasing the number of people with whom we can have those conversations. Blessings. G3 News has a headline US based nonprofit sues Apple to remove Telegram over failure to censor hate speech. This issue is at the center of a cluster of issues. 
where we ask the question, why do we want to create severely disabled people in order for all people, including non-disabled people, to supposedly be more safe? It does not make sense, and we are being brutalized at these intersections. Please don't remove Telegram. Severely disabled people are surviving and only able to communicate because we have Telegram Messenger as no other platform serves our survival needs in these ways. Please repeat, copy, paste, and widely amplify publicly that message. With our profound gratitude, wishing blessings, 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 keep repeating it, and we will have blessings. I'm not even going to read the text of this, because I've been reading a lot of that lately, and I'm not a fan of scaremongering. We do have an amount of scaremongering that is happening that even though not all sources are scaremongering, sources that are very incisively addressing the details of these conversations, sometimes we have to take a break from. And that's really important because that's the only way that we can continue to fight for the rights of ourselves and others ongoing. Look at this, it's like a unicorn chaser. All right, I'll read this part. Max Morris writes in response to the above article post, if this happens, it will kill a lot of severely disabled people in our community network. Is there anyone here able to discuss with me the disability rights aspects of this situation? We have not been able to reach disability rights advocates to show them how Telegram Messenger serves as a communications aid for those of us who are otherwise forced to experience terrible violence and are cut off from any assistance. This app prevents us from being sex trafficked when all communities we have investigated fail to recognize that we are being left in this danger. We're looking for conversational assistance, and I would be very grateful to anyone who messages me about this. Find this message in t.me slash s slash intuitive unknown posted January 18th. If you now need the unicorn chaser I mentioned, see the message immediately following posted at Dark Matter Memo originally, a YouTube link to this conversation, Light, Sheldrake Vernon Dialogue number 63. They write, We naturally talk about seeking the light at the end of the tunnel or hoping to be enlightened, but are such phrases that reference light more than metaphors. Highly recommended. 
I may watch it a second time. Aha! Here we have the aforementioned interview by Greg Carlwood with Charlie Robinson and apologies to Isaac Weissheit and Charlie Robinson for swapping them around. I also appreciated this interview very much. And although right at the moment I cannot look it up, I'm very grateful if someone would tell me, is it Charlie Robinson whose podcast is entitled Macroaggressions? I think so. But my sense of time is very liquid and alternately flippy floppy. Please do not confuse the greater reset with the great reset, which the former is responding to. The greater reset activation is happening in response to a very concerning movement towards something called the great reset, which is disallowing a lot of marginalized and violently intersectionalized people from participating in a conversation that immediately affects them and, by the way, submits many of them to sex trafficking that we know to be ongoing. To address what is happening, to increase and secure the real safety of people at these intersections, people who are most greatly suffering, we need the kind of information that is being uplifted by this event called the Greater Reset Activation, which is led in part by, I believe, Derek Bros, John Bush. There are others involved whose names I cannot list, but there is a very helpful graphic that you will find posted the beginning of January 19th at Intuitive Unknown on Telegram Messenger. January 25th through 31st this month, they will be freely broadcasting the content of this, they say, not a conference, but an activation, because they want people to feel activated and empowered to choose and build what they need in their lives and in the world rather than being diverted by others who have systems they want us to participate in but are not allowing us to speak for our own safety and well-being. This event appears very differently. We have limited communications between the various associated communities, and so please always proceed with greatest mindfulness for your own and others' safety. And these conversations in our survivors' work groups now are being identified as the ones that are most inclusively addressing the concerns we need addressed immediately so that those of us in the network being trafficked now can immediately be safeguarded 
and extracted from those circumstances of trafficking. So these conversations are, they're relevant immediately and we need people holding space for safe, inclusive, gentle, respectful conversations that talk about this specifically and talk about the topics that are being brought up by these individuals and their communities specifically. We hope that more will be able to help us hold these conversations in the most successful way. We are already accomplishing so much that we wish to more frequently convey to everyone who has been following the efforts of Intuitive Public Radio and wondering how we could possibly find safety when so many do not believe in the possibility, but we are finding it gradually putting each piece P-E-A-C-E into place, moving carefully and with great kindness for all who are navigating this terrible apocalyptic adversity. Continuing to review our public broadcasting rec room space, the attached group discussion chat for intuitive unknown on Telegram Messenger. At the end of January 19th, we published this podcast from Collective Evolution with Franco Di Nicola, Fear and the Desire for Safety that we were exchanging, I think, also with our Star Connective groups. There are a lot of challenging things in this podcast, but we have been working on on these materials very helpfully. The next day, yesterday, January 20. This is a quote from Eric Francis Coppolino, whose work we have bandied about some amount over such a long time and so much neurological damage. Eric Francis Coppolino writes, I think yesterday or the day before, state, this is marked the 19th. I think that's when it got posted. Say one thing that Facebook disagrees with and you can be banned for a day or seven days or 30 days or thrown off. We might ask why anyone thinks that is necessary and why it's so commonly done. Yet we would be better served to note the effect, which is to make people timid and afraid to speak up. That's a really important part of the work we're doing here in this network. And it's a really important part of why I tried so hard and so damaged my physical body trying to reach Eric for conversations that we have not yet succeeded in, but we have made some progress through parts of those conversations, and I'm hoping one day soon we will be talking here, perhaps even in this space. The next message 
is a mention of Johan Tengra from the Awaken India movement and Anarchy for Freedom, also part of the Greater Reset activation. And an article from a few years ago from Derek Bros about why the FBI would be afraid of encryption. Our intuitive technologists finding this piece especially interesting. And I'm going to read this next post also from Derek Bros, January 20th or in the several days I think leading up to it. Friends, Derek writes, Many of us have spent the last four years standing by our principles, calling out Trump for his corruption as we did Obama and Bush before him. To those of you who fit this bill, congratulations. You held on to your principles and didn't compromise based on fantasies about political revolutions or the need for a strong man to lead us. Keep going during the Biden years. On the other side, many people who previously professed a love for liberty and accountability eschewed these beliefs in favor of hope and belief that a single man could change a corrupted system, a system that he was very much entrenched in. As time dragged on and his corruption became more obvious, some of you recognized the mistake you made and abandoned your support for Trump. Yet still others have decided to hang on to the bitter end and continue to pray that their God will keep this man in office. They do so out of an understandable fear of what is to come next. If I may attempt to dispel that fear, I can tell you what comes next. The left-wingers who hate Trump will now abandon their principles simply because Trump is gone and will ignore the many, many flaws in Biden and Harris. As these political puppets show their true colors, they will reflect the same behavior of the diehard Trump supporters. They will abandon principle and defend their team at all costs. Some Trump supporters will still cling to fantasy and count down the days till 2024 when Trump will likely re-run run again. They will spend the next four years critical of Biden while still maintaining blind spots for the ways Trump's actions mimic Biden and Obama. The most principled will not look back and will recognize that the truth is that the government is the enemy and that the people united, people from all across the political spectrum, is the only thing the predator class truly fears. These folks will begin to explore solutions outside the political realm. This is where I and many others will be waiting. Whatever happens with the rest of today, I pray that no violence will come and that instead people will recognize that all presidents are puppets. And Trump was no exception. Our answers are not found in men or women who serve in the political theater. Our answers are in the bonds we are building in our communities. Let's use today 
Derek writes, as a reminder that we can build the world we know is possible by rejecting the political charade and investing in ourselves. Remove yourself from their control grid and build a better world through agorism and counter-economics. I hope that you will find this message at Derek's channel. And here is the message exactly. D Bros News slash three five six four D B R O Z E N E W S slash three five six four on Telegram Messenger. I come from a very different set of conversations than Derek and many of his community members. I have not always understood these kinds of languages. And I discovered them because my survival was so immediately implemented and the only way that I and other severely disabled people at violent intersections, specifically of sex trafficking, could reach one another to try to survive in some way together has been through recognizing and connecting languages like the ones Derek Bros is using with the languages of the survivors of the most violent intersections who often are speaking these languages or completely different languages in isolation and suffering and the kind of ongoing physical damaging trauma that changes the language centers of our brains, making language recognition one of our very most prioritized survival tool sets. And we are inviting you into our conversations where we recognize many, many different languages of survival, of adversity, of traumatization, of nourishment, of inclusivity, of community and of safety for every living being, freedom and sovereignty for every living being. How could that be? This is the vibration we're regenerating and that we all crucially need. Yesterday, our Psych Humor Symposium included... Was that yesterday? No, actually, I think it was the day before. It was January 19th, 2021. The Psych Humor Symposium included our special humming practice in addition to our holding of collective intention with intuitive intent. You can find more information about that ongoing at intuitive.pub slash intent. The humming part was so important and I'm still glowing from it. 
when you hum for 10 minutes a day, do I have that right? You might want to look it up. It increases your body's natural nitric oxide production, increases your inherent immunity and health function. Yesterday, our Psych Humor Symposium included, was that yesterday? No, actually, I think it was the day before. It was January 19th, 2021. The Psych Humor Symposium included our special humming practice in addition to our holding of collective intention with intuitive intent. You can find more information about that ongoing at intuitive.pub slash intent. The humming part was so important, and I'm still glowing from it. When you hum for 10 minutes a day, do I have that right? You might want to look it up. It increases your body's natural nitric oxide production, increases your inherent immunity and health function. And also, it's humming, which is enjoyable, especially when we are making music together commensally as part of day-to-day community activities. What a blessing! You think I should get a thesaurus and look up some synonyms for the word blessing? Returning to the rec room. It's amazing to reconnect the pieces, P-E-A-C-E-S, of my memory. It's amazing to broadcast to you here this morning at 8.48 a.m. Eastern Time in this unceded lands of the Osage and Haudenosaunee so-called Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where I have experienced such violence and such continual damage to my neurological function and to my memory, have not been able to remember what I've been saying because our radio infrastructure was not completed yet. And here I am broadcasting now with so much more completed infrastructure that I feel I'm experiencing now my destructored memory stitching itself gently back together because of the reflection mirror neuron interactions of caring individuals, caring family members in safe, inclusive community. That's what's happening. That is the program to which you are listening at this t.me slash s slash intuitive unknown. Blessings to the rec room. 
Here is an article that our survivors groups have been reading together and considering. It is from theintercept.com, which we are very concerned about in regards to safety and accuracy, but often The Intercept does publish items that are extremely important to our conversations, and this by Naomi Klein, December 8th, last year, is no different. It lifts up elements of these conversations that are harming too many people. And if we understand these intersections together, we can stop those harms and prevent them. And this must be the onus of non-disabled people because non-disabled people are always placed interstitially between severely disabled people. And the only way that we can safeguard ourselves, our loved ones, and our communities is by connecting all of this crucial and very different languaging. It takes time and it requires safe spaces for conversations like those we in IPR have been establishing. If you know of any other space intentionally being made safe for me and those I care about who are experiencing marginalization intersections so violently, please tell me right away. It is a serious emergency. My email address is max at intuitive.pub and you can contact me on Telegram Messenger at Max Morris, M-O-R-R-I-S. You can find my other contact information at intuitive.social slash hello slash max, a URL that I learned to repeat over and over again in the midst of extreme, protracted, continuous neurological damage caused by the violence at these intersections that Naomi Klein is calling out and that others in our network are calling out asking for all to participate most gently and supportively and respectfully in these community conversations. I hope you will read Naomi Klein's article at The Intercept and also be mindful about content from The Intercept and from every other platform especially and including this intuitive public radio where we are inviting you most encouragingly. This message posted at t.me slash s slash intuitive strength slash one zero four four and from Maxmo Radio January twenty first twenty twenty one If you are able bodied you have an especial responsibility to ensure safe 
inclusive spaces for effective communications centering survivors of greatest severity. If you do not support this hashtag disability inclusion, who will? To our knowledge, IPR is the only network establishing these spaces so dearly needed to relieve and safeguard those currently experiencing violence. If you know of any other, please notify us urgently. Our network is being destroyed where, by and large, severely disabled people show up to work every day, barely scraping by minimal function in terrible pain. Knowing the collectively crucial nature of our intersections, but dis... but... but non-disabled people do not. Even though non-disabled people express themselves with great support of our efforts, they do not come close enough to recognize what's really happening and how easily they could relieve a tremendous amount of suffering, including their own suffering. Non-disabled people are becoming increasingly disabled themselves because they don't have the benefit of inclusive community knowledge sharing from intersections of violence and marginalization. This knowledge is missing because severely disabled and intersectionalized people have fallen out of almost all communities lost excluded. This horrifying gap in communications is the obstacle between severely disabled people trying to safely communicate with one another and constantly being taken advantage of by the predatory elements non-disabled people say they are aware of and concerned about while the same predatory elements are ensured access to disabled people because of the absence of non-disabled people. Our efforts in broadcasting over this intuitive public radio have first and foremost been about communicating to you how you can make us safer right away by remembering us, including us, and engaging with us in daily relationship-building community that fully restores safety, respect, recovery privilege, and social protection against extremity. How can we communicate to non-disabled people how profound the collective results will be when they join us here? 
How can we communicate to non-disabled people how soul-killing it is to watch severely disabled people struggle to show up reliably while isolated and left to predatory elements, while non-disabled people express that they care, but somehow cannot close the distance between us? which would so effortlessly stop this ongoing violence. I and other community members and core organizers undergo extreme circumstances of ongoing physical torture, while people who are not being physically tortured seem bewildered about why we are asking them to engage with us in kindness and belonging. Please help us. Please be in contact with us. This is Max Megan Elizabeth Morris broadcasting from t.me slash Max Morris, t.me slash s slash Maxmo Radio slash 2945 and 2946. t.me slash s slash intuitive strength slash 1043 and 1044 t.me slash s slash intuitive public radio slash 6853 broadcasting 2021 January 21st begun 639 a.m. seconds 53 in the morning cataloged at intuitive.pub slash text intuitive.pub slash requests and intuitive.pub slash amp. Thank you for listening and amplifying this message.